Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Movies and Rants. I am your host for today, Darren, and with me, Mr. Tanser How. Yes, sir. I am doing well. What are we going to be talking about? Uh, well, this week's podcast is a little bit different because it's actually going to be a follow-up to our mm-hmm. review of The Batman from last week. And the reason I wanted to make it this week's title is because since we've watched The Batman... I've realized that there's a huge dichotomy between the people who've seen the movie. There's you either love it like we did, or you hate it, mm. like some other people have. And I just you know, thought it'd be an interesting topic for us to discuss, and you know, wonder why why is there such a huge split between the general audience who've watched the Batman, right? So you're saying there's there's very little gradient when it comes to opinions on the on the film. It's so from the people I know who've watched it, they they've all mm-hmm. loved it. Well, granted, not that many people I know have watched the Batman yet. It's still very early out. It yeah. only came out last week, but yeah, for those who I know personally know who have watched it, they love it. But then again, mm-hmm. I I've started hearing these. Whispers, murmurings. Know, yeah, murmurings of people, no friends of friends who tell who tell them that they hated it. The movie was so bad; it was so boring. They fell asleep <laughs> watching it. That's how bad they're saying the movie is. Right. And I just wonder, like, why, why the stark difference? To me, the reason there's such a stark difference between the opinions, right, of the general audience, is expectations mm-hmm. you know people go into a movie even if they haven't seen any of the trailers they haven't seen any of the marketing with a movie like the batman you go in with preconceived conceptions yeah for sure right so for us we enjoyed the batman because it was so different like we said in the review last week it's the most real batman we've ever had and it's the most realistic comic book movie with that we've ever had yep it's completely grounded. I love the way Matt Reeves decided the direction he decided to go with this movie, where it's not a generic superhero movie. It's a detective movie. It's a psychological yeah. thriller. It's a mystery. And that's why we loved it. And I, get, and I think that's why most people who've seen it love it. It's because it's different. It's unique. It's not like any other superhero movie they've watched. It's more about the story, about the depth of the characters and the plot where Batman barely says anything in this movie. He just stares. He just looks. <laughs> and you understand what he's thinking and you understand what he's feeling. But to add to that, I think there's also a, a different style to it. And I guess that's a matter of personal taste. Like, as opposed to very flashy. I mean, I guess there are some like moments of, of being flashy right in the Batman, but it's, a, it's definitely not the main theme there's like no kind of overarching cool factor i would say it's it's a there's no mainstream appeal right there's no avengers gathering yeah there's no moments like spider-man no way home where all three spider-man unite together and fight the bad guys none of that there's no moment like that in the batman there's moments of intrigue suspense excitement horror but there's no fan service moment like you would ever find in those movies well at the end but you know (laughs) yeah maybe and and I think we'd both agree right that 
that fan it service moment necessary. at the end of the movie. Yeah. It yeah, it wasn't necessary and it actually felt like kind the weakest part of the movie. Yeah. yeah, it took us out of the movie because it totally it felt so different compared to the rest of the movie. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think these differences, these unique aspects of the movie that we love, I think it's also what what's putting off the general movie-going audience. Because let's be honest, most people go into a superhero movie expecting lots of action, lots of jokes, very basic plot that's very easy to follow, mm-hmm. basic character development. It's, it's what I would call easy, easy films. You know, these films are easy to digest. You know, you can go in, you can watch them, you can have a good time, you can... Yeah. And you can leave the cinema, but they don't really the leave... edibles, a, you know? Just, just pop them in yeah. and then you go... Well... This is... You got I, I mean, even ed- edibles leave have, I think edibles have a lasting... <laughs> edibles have a lasting impact on you, right? But, you know, these movies I'm talking about... Like, I feel kind of bad saying it, but, you know, most Marvel movies, I think one of the reasons they do so well and they're so attractive to the mainstream audience... You know, they're, and they're popular around the world, right. right? Internationally, whether you're in China, you're from China, you're from Korea, even here in Malaysia, people love the MCU. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the reasons that it's so attractive. It's because it's so easy to digest. You know, you don't need to fully understand the plot of Spider-Man No Way Home to enjoy the scenes in the movie. Right. But movies like The Batman, they're harder to digest. You know, they take longer for your body to process. For your body to process, yeah. <laughs> for your mind to understand what it's seen, right? It's a movie where after you leave the cinema, it's left an impression on you. But at the same time, you really need to love the plot to understand the story, to actually follow along with these characters and notice the subtleties. Yeah, but, but I think when you... That process, that like cognitive process of essentially breaking down what you just saw and I think that definitely gives me at least a much deeper sense of appreciation for for some of the really clever bits I think yeah but at the same time I think that's what's also putting off some people right. from if you yeah if you don't have that process in place then it's it's a backfire effect right you, you, you just you just don't know what you've seen yeah, because like Spider-Man, No Way Home, you don't really need to follow along with the movie. You get a rough idea of like what's going on in each scene. There's lots of cool action, cool moments. And you go, yeah, I'm, I'm, I understand everything what's going yeah. on. But a movie like The Batman, which is, you know, which, you know, a huge part of it is about uncovering the motive of the Riddler and why he's doing what he's doing. And you're know, with the characters as they're solving each mystery and uncovering the truth. You really need to... Really yeah, be following. You have to immerse yeah, yourself. You need to in be in it. Yeah, you really have to immerse yourself. Yeah, that that's a good word. You need to immerse yourself in a story and the atmosphere of the movie to to really enjoy it. And I feel like if you can't do that, it's going to be very difficult for you to love the movie. And I think that's maybe why you hear people say it's very boring, it's very dull, it's very slow. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, I guess to put it in a in a simpler way, right? I would say that. I guess it really is coming back to what you originally said, which is the preconception. And I think people who expect a typical or conventional superhero movie are probably going to be disappointed, but people who you know are just open to or I guess also have some at least you need some level of, you know, preference towards like more psychological or suspenseful kind of uh, stories like 
those are the people who get rewarded by watching the Batman, you know? People who have the preconception of, oh, well, you know, the the superhero defeats the big bad and, and there are a bunch of really action-packed scenes. Then I guess that's when you're going to be yeah. really... I do think that's a cultural disassociation because a movie like The Batman... You know, it's very different f- to any Batman movie we've watched before, right? It's very different to Ben Affleck's Batman. It's, mm. Even though it's very realistic, like Christopher Nolan's Batman movies were, it's also very different compared to those movies. In right. a way, those movies are still very fantastical. It's still, yeah, yeah. There's still, yeah, there's still lots of one-liners and quips and, and jokes and action yeah. scenes for, for the mainstream audience. But... I think there's a dissociation, cultural dissociation, because a, a movie like The Batman, it's a detective movie. It's a, a psychological thriller. And I think if you're, let's say, uh, I don't know, you're more Chinese educated, where you don't really watch a lot of English movies or Western movies. You're much more used to you know Chinese movies, maybe even Korean movies. A movie like this, especially because this movie has such a Western influence on it, right? It's a very Americanized mm. movie. Like the city of Gotham and the, and the concept of corrupt police force and the corrupt politician. Although I do think it's very relatable to us here in Malaysia. Mm. The whole thing is a very Americanized setting. I think, setting the, the, I think it's the, the noir undertones which aren't really exist, don't really exist in really any... I don't know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the whole noir vibe fits in with any other... Yeah, the whole noir thing is very American. It's a genre that's oh, made popular by American movies. And if you're not into that kind of genre or you're not used to that kind of genre or like you're not used to your superhero movies being slow paced and mm-hmm. you know taking their time to build the atmosphere and the identity of the whole movie then yes you are going to find the Batman disappointing and you are going to find it uh, boring and I wouldn't be surprised if you fell asleep watching this movie <laughs> because you, it's just not what you're interested in or it's just not what you're used to yeah well I guess the advice is get used to it and appreciate the goodness of this film <laughs> I mean I think that's the thing about movies right it's very subjective yeah, it's very yeah. which is what I was trying to yeah, say like I guess yeah I mean I, I guess it all boils down to personal preference of course you know everyone has their own opinions about it but I, I would say that if you are able to expand expand your mind to appreciate this sort of movie I think of course I think everyone wants to be everyone wants to feel rewarded right after they to leave the cinema and I guess for for this kind of movie there are definitely some prerequisites let's say yeah. to, to don't go into this movie expecting a generic superhero boom boom pow mm. lots of jokes kind of movie yeah go in expecting a slow slow movie that's tense and thrilling with deep character development and the action scenes that are in this movie they're thrilling and exciting mm-hmm. and intense. The way they're shot and the way they're executed grounds them in the realism that I think most superhero movies don't have. Right, for sure. But right, yeah, but, yeah, and and I guess I did want to, because you you also mentioned you know the the Nolan trilogy and everything, and I guess to draw that that parallel or that comparison to juxtapose the Batman versus what the Dark Knight, yeah, like the Dark Knight. I think the Dark Knight is a really good example of a superhero movie which kind of has something for everyone, 
right? Like it has, I yes. mean, it has, it has the, you know, oh look at look at the Joker. He's this like, you know, sociopath who who wants to prove a point, and then you also have a pretty you know action-packed experience throughout the movie and you know there are those cool superhero hero-esque moments and it really just ties into a, a package which will has that that mainstream appeal where if what whatever you're expecting from like a, a superhero movie whether it's you know of course if you if you are looking for something really dark or or really no, noir-esque of course the batman will be more up your alley but the dark knight has something of everything i think what you're trying to say right is that if spider-man is on one end of the spectrum and the batman is on the other end of the spectrum the batman is right in the middle of the that maybe a little bit maybe a, yeah the dark knight the yeah. dark knight is right in the middle of that spectrum maybe a little bit closer to the batman than spider-man no way yeah, home yeah but yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, I think it's one of the reasons until today it's, it's still considered yeah, universally one of the, beloved, you know, yeah, almost. One of, the best, one of the best comic book movies ever made. It's because it really strikes that balance of realism, of being real enough that it's so different to other superhero movies. And at the time, superhero movies weren't really, they didn't really have that grounded realism and he was the one who mm-hmm. you know brought it to the genre snap back to reality but it, at the same time it still has those fantastical elements yeah, right yeah. like like you know Batman looking cool putting on the suit Batman you know beating up bad guys mm-hmm. all the memorable lines yeah. I feel like that's the typical Christopher Nolan movie is that all his characters come up with the perfect one-liner that suits the situation at all times. But it's a Joker going, why so serious? Yeah. You know, or, or do you want to know how I got the scars? And you know, at the end of Dark Knight, when Jim Gordon is giving the speech about he's not the hero the city mm-hmm. deserves, it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. the one the city needs right now. And yeah, and it's those the smattering of those moments which really leave a very deep impression, yeah. and yeah. it makes it a very riveting experience. And it makes it very palatable mm-hmm. to the general audience. You know, even Bane in, in The Dark Knight Rises going, what was that line he says in the, in the, open, in the, in the, plane, in the plane? In the plane, no one cared who I was before I put on yeah, the mask. Yeah, no one cared who I was till I put on the mask. And he said, if I take off that mask, will you die? It, it will, will be, be extremely, extremely painful <laughs> for you. Yeah. And, and all these lines, right? And if you think about it, nobody in real life would actually say those yeah. lines in that kind of situation. And that's why I think the Batman doesn't ha- the Batman doesn't have any of these lines or any of these moments it's a movie that's so grounded in realism that like Matt Reeves refuses to have any of these creepy one-liners in in a movie because they're just not lines that people would say in the moment or in situations like this but I think that's also what makes it very hard for people whose first language isn't English right or the super general movie fans who don't know anything about the Batman you know they just know that a new Batman movie is out and they just go in expecting something and it makes the whole experience very hard for them to Mm. digest it's it's not a very palatable experience for them yeah i don't i don't think batman like says a single word when he's like oh no no he, 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 he's just beating everyone. them up he's just yeah, beating just, them up he's just yeah. crushing skulls you know electrocuting fools yeah and another reason i think that these specific people aren't really being drawn to the batman it's because in this movie, Batman isn't cool. He's not yeah, the kind yeah. of guy who goes, oh yes, He's really I'm, I'm, a vigilante. You can yeah, I'm, I'm not the super sleek, super cool, super handsome, super attractive Bruce Wayne by day, what the Batman by night. He's yeah. 
he's a loner. He has no social skills. He doesn't know how to talk to women, especially when it comes to Catwoman. He doesn't really <laughs> know how to interact with her. There's chemistry there, but at the same time, you can tell like I haven't spoken to a woman to a woman in such a long a time. Coach. <laughs> yeah, he, he needs a Tinder coach. He needs to get on Tinder, man. His hair is messy. He, you know, he's the kind of guy who wears makeup. You know, he, who wears eyeshadow under his mask because he because he has to, right? For the, yeah, Batman, for the Batman mask, I think, he has I think they all. I think they all do it. Just they don't. They never really show. Yeah, but they don't. They never the really cow. show it, right? You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, every Batman you've ever watched on screen, they've all had eyeshadow under their mask, but they've never shown it. Exactly. But in this movie, you do see it. Yeah, because you get to it's see real. It. Yeah, the e the 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 pseudo emo that you have to become to be the Batman. You know. Yeah. You have to put you have to put the makeup under your under your eyes, and you have to be serious about it. Yeah, and yeah, that's just the kind of Batman. He's not cool. He's brood. He really is brooding. He really is out on a mission of vengeance for most of the movie. And saying all this, it made me realize one thing: is that unlike other Batman movies, this Robert Pattinson Batman isn't really a Batman you would root for because he's so distant. How do I say? It? He's so distant and he's dissociated. Yeah, he's dis- dissociated from the general audience, right? And in a way, his character doesn't really do anything for us to like him. He just is who he is, but he doesn't do anything yeah. to make the general audience like him and think why should we root for him? But in a way, like I said, that that's what makes him so different. It's what it's why I liked watching the movie. It's because he you just see him as a character or as a real person. You know, he's not someone that the director or the writer is giving him uh, certain traits or certain quirks that will make the audience like him. He's just who he is. He, he's flawed. He's vulnerable. He's, in a way, you can see why he, he's unlikable. Like, if he was a real person, you'd be like, I want nothing to do with this person mm-hmm, in real life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the disassociation, I think, as well. The expectations. Because Batman is yeah. cool, right? To the general population, Batman is cool. He's brooding, yes, but there's a coolness to that darkness and that grimness of yeah, Batman. Like- because I'm Batman. Because I'm Batman. You know? And and this movie refuses to give any of that coolness to this Batman. Yeah. He's brooding, he's dark. He's also very emo and certainly not cool. Totally agree. I, I guess it I guess it really just comes down to a matter of taste because everything you said is true. Um like this Bruce Wayne slash Batman is not cool in any traditional sense. And don't get me wrong, I love my cool characters. Like I totally subscribe to the rule of cool if it's cool enough you know yeah I mean I agree you know like you know characters like Iron Man they're cool you'd love it if there was a character who has all the cool suits he can come up with these amazing technological advancements yeah you you love to see it it's just entertainment you know but but this is not the movie for it yeah he has a quip for every situation and he's a cool character but also I think why he's so popular Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. not this Batman and yeah is that the conclusion yeah I think I think we spent the entire episode just kind of hammering home that point right like we can go on and on about what kind of take or the the, like the raw feel or the the fresh take which Matt Reeves took with this Batman but I guess the the bottom line is that you shouldn't go in expecting a a cool Batman yeah don't go in expecting a super cool superhero movie I would say this, go in thinking you're going to watch a noir detective movie not a superhero yeah, movie yeah right for me it was very suspenseful it was engaging throughout but but in no but 
for no in no part was that because I thought wow these characters are, are really cool at all I guess that's I guess that's the point which I kind of want to make yeah it exactly was, it was suspenseful it was riveting but there was at no point during that experience did I think like wow this is so like you know the, the characters are yeah. just inspired yeah, that I, sense of I, awe this, this movie is great not because it's a good superhero movie but because it's a good movie, that's it. That's all I have yeah. to say. <laughs> Cut. Cut. You got it. <laughs> all right. That's it. So, yeah, if you still haven't watched Batman, go watch it. If you have yes. watched Batman, let us know what you think. So, how can people find you on Instagram? You can find me at t.h.tangent. And you can find me at r-a-r-d-e-w-c-h-e-n. So, thank you for listening to this episode. And... Yeah. See you guys next week. Bye.